Hi everyone, it's John. And Ben. And welcome back to Santa by the Minute, the podcast where Ben and I talk about 1985's Santa Claus the Movie. One minute at a time. Getting right back at it, like <laughs> hopping on a bicycle. I know, I was waiting for you to mess up. <laughs> so our last episode posted in May, this is going to be our episode for June 2022. Mm -hmm. uh, I guess this is our official announcement that until further notice, we're going on a monthly schedule. It'll help <laughs> us stretch out the movie a little bit. Yeah. And there's just a lot going on right now. <laughs> our, our lives are too busy currently. It's summertime. School will be out or is out, I suppose, by the time this goes live. There's just too much, so we're going to have to go monthly. It's summertime anyway. We don't, you know? want, we don't want to burn ourselves out. We, we saw what happened to Santa earlier in this movie. <laughs> That's right. Ben, you could burn yourself out editing all these podcasts, mm -hmm. and you could I did. Ha have a contest to see who your assistant could be. I got tired of listening to our voices, honestly, oh. so I'm happy to have a, like, a little bit of a break. So... Until further notice, we're going to be doing an episode every month. So, mm -hmm. do you want to get into a milestone minute? Minute number... 100! Now, what happens in this minute, you know, isn't terribly interesting. It's, it's adding the suspense because Santa is hot on the trail of Patch and Joe flying through the skies. Yeah. They have obviously left the city, but we'll get into that soon. But let's let's just hop right into this minute. Hop into the okay. sleigh right. once again. So our minute begins with a brief glimpse of the back of the Patchmobile as it's flying far in the distance. So we can see right off the bat that the landscape isn't the cityscape of New York City. No, I believe that this is actually um, Vermont. I mean, not filmed in Vermont, but in the movie Vermont. Yes, Ben will be speaking in context of the movie universe. Yes. We're not sure exactly where these flying shots were actually filmed. Right. I know online there's speculation that these flying shots, especially the stuff that looks like the Arctic that we'll see near the end of this minute, yeah. recycled from previous Superman movies. Mm -hmm. I cannot confirm or deny that. At this point, the Salkins had released three Superman movies and Supergirl, so... They could possibly have recycled some flying footage here right. and just put Santa and Patchmobile in as opposed to Christopher Reeve. Mm -hmm. But I can't say, I can't say with any, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Certainty. I can't say with any certainty that's the case. Yeah. So they're supposedly, I don't know, I don't. 100% remember what I said in the last episode about where they're traveling. So I'll just recap in case anyone has forgotten. They are traveling straight towards the Northern Star. And from New York City following the straight towards the Northern Star is following along the 70, 74 for the Longitude Line. On 74, but pretty close, is northern Vermont, and they would, could be flying over a frozen Lake Champlain, which cuts the New York and Vermont state line. And I'm thinking that that is where they are right now, because in the book it says not quite to Canada, and that Lake Champlain is Vermont, New York, and Canada, so... I could go along with that because mm -hmm. what we're seeing, there are no houses, no sign of 
civilization. It, the ground is totally white with snow, so I guess that could be a snow-covered frozen lake. Yeah, and then you, we you see... can see you can see some camps, like like a couple of houses. Oh, I guess that could be. I can't see. Yeah. I can't make that out on the video clip that I'm using. But if you go into HD and watch it on a mm -hmm. giant screen, maybe yeah. you can make out houses. Yeah, <laughs> but th there's a lot of forest, mm -hmm. a lot of trees. Next, we switch to a shot of the reindeer flying. They are in hot pursuit, like I said earlier, and this is from Santa's point of view. Then we cut to Santa, who says, Hi, boys! Can't they go any faster? They usually get a year's rest. They're doing their best. Fly! Come on, boys! So a nice rhyme by Santa. <laughs> yeah, not to mention there is only six reindeer, yeah. not eight. Yeah, that Santa's yeah. like saying, like, Lay off of them, Cornelia. They're doing their best. <laughs> and speaking of doing uh, their best, uh, man, you can tell Carrie is not enjoying having that wind being blown in her face. She's being a trooper, but oh man, she looks miserable. Their eyes must have been so dried out while filming this sequence. Because you know they had to do these lines 500 times with the wind those big fans blowing the wind in their face. They must have had to be using eye drops constantly. And I'm sure, like we said earlier, during the blizzard scene with Anya and Claus at the beginning of the movie, I'm sure these lines were all dubbed over. Yeah. <laughs> minus the, the blowing fans. Yeah. At least uh, at least the filmmakers didn't feel the need to like be blowing debris in their faces. Mm -hmm. Like with the snow, the fake snow that sent Judy Cornwell to the hospital. Maybe they learned their lesson. <laughs> Let's not let's not have leaves and stuff flying at the eleven-year-old girl. <laughs> we then see Santa's sleigh with a trail of stardust behind it, zooming over some terrain. It's the same terrain, the exact same shot that we saw the Patchmobile fly over at the very start of this minute. So we can have an idea of how far behind the sleigh is from the Patchmobile. I know you were trying to figure that out too. Well, yeah, I can't figure out how far behind they are from the Patchmobile, per se. I was doing the math to find out how long they had been flying. Because from that, I don't think so. Let me let me zip through my clip here. Okay, from that shot that we saw of the reindeer from Santa's point of view, the Patchmobile isn't even in their eye line. Right. So Patch must have a decent head start on Santa. Mm-hmm. So I... <laughs> While we're talking about how far ahead they are, I want to read this little bit from the book. Okay. This, this takes place roughly around here. Uh, the book in the movie is kind of hard to follow currently because it's kind of hard to just continually write in, in book format that they're flying over Winterland. You know what I mean? Like there's only so much an author can write about this. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to read this. And this is just going straight into the the fat phobia in this movie about they've gone through they've mentioned fat phobic topics before. This is going right on here because they say fat Blitzen's tongue was lolling from his mouth. The reindeers having heaving flanks were white with foam from their exertion. But slowly, the sleigh was gaining on the patchmobile. 
So why could why did they have to say fat Blitzen? More body couldn't shaming. They ju- couldn't they have just said Blitzen? I mean, I am sure every single one of their tongues were hanging out of their mouths because they were working so hard. They didn't have to single out poor Blitzen. <laughs> the author must have been, well, it's been a while since I've reminded <laughs> everyone how out of shape <laughs> Blitzen is. Blitzen's been flying around Santa Claus around the world for the last thousand years. I think he's in perfectly good health. Anyway, we can continue on. I did not appreciate that statement in the book. I do realize the book was written 40 years ago, but that is still neither here nor there. Not who, was the, who was the author meaner to? Blitzen or um, Miss, Miss Tucker? I think it was pretty even pretty even i don't think that the author of this book cared for uh <laughs> people of a plus size genre but anyway okay next we see the patch peel flying between some jagged snow-covered mountain patches laughing he's just having a ball flying around a little recklessly i might add through yes. those mountains joe kind of leans out the side and says oh, wow Patch continues to laugh, and the patch meal kind of dips down. You know, like when you have turbulence on an airplane? Yeah. It kind of like, boom. I don't know if something that is something Patch did intentionally or if the Patchmobile is starting to sputter. I know you kind of hinted that the book kind of says why the car is smoking, but I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. You said that to me off mic. So I, I was did. wondering if I wondering if this was the part as I was rewatching my minute. And then it kind of, and then it sounds like it backfires, uh, the car does. And then we see that open trunk full of the unstable explosive candy canes now glowing even brighter. And in this rewatch before we started recording, they added some sort of effect where the pile of candy canes is kind of like, I don't know if throbbing is the word, but it like kind of like going up and down like it's breathing. Like, did you ever notice that before? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It's weird. And we can now see the sun setting as the Patchmobile flies into the distance again. I think maybe this is where I can bring this up, where they are. They are no longer in the United States. They have gone into Canada at this point. So my assumption of where they flew, so they're flying through the mountains. I believe all of those mountains that they were flying through was supposed to be Baffin Island or Baffin Bay, which is in Canada. It's pretty far up there. The latitude is 66 degrees north. And uh, to give you an idea, New York is 40 degrees north. So they've gone pretty far now at this point. I I did look it up and the sun sets January 8th, 1985. The sun set <laughs> this area at 1.58 p.m. in the afternoon. This should be pitch black right now. <laughs> the sun should not be setting because they hadn't even left New York by, before the sun had set in this location that they're flying in. So that's, a, that's an error in, in the uh, movie editing there. Our, our episode recordings have been so sporadic that I had forgotten what day in the timeline we had determined <laughs> this was. So I'm glad you reminded us. Yes. So this we, is it was January, January 5th? 8th. Oh, January 8th. 8th. Okay. I don't want to confuse yes. anyone. So in the movie timeline, this is 
in the movie timeline that we determined where the movie ends in 1985, this is January yeah. 8th, 1985. Got, Correct. Got it. All right, we can continue on. Back to Santa's sleigh as it flies over a body of water and we see two giant glaciers. I will talk about it more next week. Um, I showed it to you a long time ago, but somebody on YouTube mashed up this minute and the next minute with the scene from The Empire Strikes Back with the battle on Hoth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will definitely talk about that more next week, but uh, this is where they start uh, mixing that footage pretty seamlessly, I might add. But yeah, anyway, it's pretty good. We will talk about that next time. I said next week. Uh, it, it, we'll talk about it sometime in July. <laughs> the next episode. We first hear Cornelia saying, come on! And then more of Santa saying, that's my good boys, come on! Come on! Come on! That's it, boys! Come on now! Come on! That's the way! That's the way! Come on! That's my good boys! Come on! And now we can see that the reindeer are catching up with the Patchmobile. We can see it. Once again, we have another Santa POV shot. But this time we can see the Patchmobile in the distance. Quite a distance away. Are they going to catch up with them? I don't know. We're going to have to stay tuned. We're going to have to see this movie to the end. (laughs) I didn't want people to get worried. that, Like, oh, there's another minute movie by minute podcast that fizzled out and didn't finish their movie we are going to finish this movie yeah i'm doing way (laughs) too much work looking up where they are in the movie timeline (laughs) for us to not finish the last three minutes of this movie (laughs) last eight last eight minutes (laughs) well three minutes of actual movie (laughs) and then five minutes of credits but anyway lucky for lucky for us a lot of stuff happens during the credits (laughs) that's true so I have more to say. I don't know if you had any more to say. I do have a little bit more uh, to end this minute with, the last uh, 10 seconds or so, but I'll let you continue. No, nope, you, can, you can go ahead. You can go ahead, and then I'll okay. continue on Okay, I'll wrap up my mind. notes. Yes. So I'm up to the reindeer point of view with the Patchmobile in the distance. We see the Patchmobile coming towards the camera now. Patch is having a ball. We hear him laughing. But we also hear this engine noise, like a meow, meow. Is that patch like making like a race car type noise as he's flying, or is this being produced by the patch mobile itself? My first listen, I thought, oh, I think it's, uh, I was going to say Dudley. I thought it was going to be patch making that noise, like meow, meow, like a kid driving a car sort of thing but i see you nodding that that's the noise of the actual patch mobile question mark yes yes because i guess i can say this now this is what this is straight from the book okay inside patch's trunk where no one could see due to all of the whooping rolling and pitching a stress crack opened in the patch mobile's groaning framework revealing unprotected wiring Another wrenching dive tore the wires apart and a spark flickered as the short circuiting wires began to sizzle, which was right next to where the candy canes are. So the patch mobile is falling apart. There's there are cracks in the in the in the frame of the of the patch mobile as he's causing all of this ruckus. Flying. Oh, I, guess, I guess that's something on film 
the way it's edited, you wouldn't have known until you read that. I do see some cracks on this shot, uh-huh. the last shot of the minute here, where we see the trunk is just like billowing smoke now. Yeah. I guess they figured, you know, it's enough that the candy canes are getting hotter and hotter. Right. They didn't need to put in all this stuff. It's like, oh, there are cracks now and there's a spark from these wires. Mm-hmm. But I can yeah. see these cracks in the Patchmobile back now, now that you mention mm-hmm. it. Yeah, so it's starting to fall apart. So it's a good thing that Santa and Cornelia are right behind them. Yeah, I can understand why the editor's like, uh, let's, let's, we don't need to overcomplicate things. The candy canes are hot. They're going to blow up. That's all you need to know. <laughs> so I have a little bit more about where they are. Okay. Yeah, my notes end with at the, at the billowing smoke. Okay. So uh, I just want to recap because it has been a month. All right. Okay. So from... <laughs> From New York City to the North Pole is about 3,472 miles, roughly. It's a long trip. But Santa Claus, he travels at 1,031 miles per hour. Or at least he did to get from the North Pole to New York. With, With only six reindeer. With six reindeer. So using that math... It appears that if they are around Baffin Bay in northern Canada, which is where so Canadian glaciers and ice caps are uh, Queen Elizabeth Island, Baffin Bay, and Bylot Island, and in the western and northern Cordillera region. I don't know how to say that. But anyway, so there are glaciers in Baffin Island Bay, Baffin Bay area which is where I believe they are. So if that is where they are, it appears that they have been flying for about an hour and 45 minutes. So almost almost two hours of racing to the North Pole that they have finally caught up. And I'm assuming they caught up because Patchmobile's car is falling apart. It must be slowing down. Patch had quite the lead, and they were really close to each other in New York. Yeah, good point. I think that is about it. So I think that they are in Baffin Bay, which has glaciers. Oh, yes, that was the one thing. I remember I remember that there was something I wanted to tell you about the area. And I was, I was giggling from it, but I couldn't tell you. And now that it's been so long, I almost forgot. I want to say that in pure Canadian fashion... There is a Tim Hortons relatively close to where the Patchmobile blows up. <laughs> just going to say, I did look it up. And there is a Tim Hortons in alert. <laughs> That's good to know. So. <laughs> there probably wasn't one in 1985. So no, San- Santa not. and Patch couldn't stop off for some. Uh, Timbits. No, it's the location. <laughs> it's the location of the Canadian Forces Station alert. So anyway, the only other thing I have to add this minute is that during the time of this recording, the auction will be over by the time this episode posts. But the ride-on child-size, possibly one-of-a-kind plastic Patchmobile that was found in Illinois a year or so ago, probably two years at this point, was up on eBay again. $500 starting bid, local pickup only. 
no bids so far. When I checked before I hit the record button, there were still two days left. We're not, unfortunately, we're not going to buy it. Hopefully it finds a good home. It apparently hasn't found a home yet. So if you're in the market for possibly the only patch mobile ever made besides the actual patch mobile, <laughs> you, you, a human sized adult probably wouldn't fit into it. I don't, and I, after spending 500, at least $500 on it, I don't know if I'd uh, trust a child with it, but. No, I, I think if we had, per if we purchased it, we would have it on display hanging from the ceiling. I know you wanted to hang it from the ceiling planet yeah. Hollywood style. I do. Yeah. <laughs> but there's zero ways for us to get to Illinois and purchase that for $500 and, and get it And home. get it back to our home. <laughs> Yeah. Many states away. But I just yeah. wanted to put it out there that, well, maybe if it's sold, if it sells, I'll give you an update on the Patchmobile ride-on car in our okay. next episode. I'll probably totally <laughs> forget <laughs> somebody probably. Dooley can write. You write into Dooley and he'll let us know. <laughs> Make a note in your notes for next minute. <laughs> Well, that's going to wrap things up. As always, if you want to check us out, I know we haven't been super active on social media either. But if you want to follow us, send us a message. You can email us, santabytheminute at gmail.com. And those much neglected social media sites are? At Santa Minute. <laughs> on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. And Facebook. Yeah. I mean, you know, the three. <laughs> well, you, you never got that TikTok. I never did start that TikTok. You know, they're just, there are a lot of ideas, not a lot of time. <laughs> and much like this podcast, it would be for a very, very, very limited audience. But we yes. love all our listeners, our very, very <laughs> limited amount of listeners. Thank you for <laughs> sticking with us here 100 minutes deep into this 108 minute long movie. I know. Ben and I will be back next month at some point. Uh, ben and I post an episode for the time being each and every month. And as always, you can listen to any of those episodes for free!